Hello and welcome to Sangam Lit. This is Nandini Karki and in this episode we relish the intricate tapestry of imagery interwoven with the history and life of the land as portrayed in Sangam literary work Natrine 180 penned by an anonymous poet set in the agricultural region of Marudam the verse speaks in the voice of the confidant in a complaining tone about the ceaseless love quarrel between the man and the lady பழனப்பாகல் முயிரமூசு குடும்பை களனினாரை உரைத்தலின் சென்னல் விரவு வெள்ளரிசியின் தாம் ஊரன் பலர்பெறல் நசகி நம் இல் வாரலனே மாயோள் நலத்தை நம்பிவிடல் உள்ளாளே அன்னியும் பெரியன் அவனினும் விழுமிய இருபெரு வேந்தர் பொருகளத்து ஒழித்த புன்னை விழுமும் போல என்னோடு கழியும் இவ்விருவரது இகழே A fertile agricultural landscape unfolds before our eyes with the word palanam and its rhythmic echo kalani both referring to cultivated fields learnt pagal is the vine on which a bitter god grows another little life greets us as we meet muiru referring to red ants birds are not to be left behind and we hear the fluttering of wings glimpsing kalani nare or a field stalk The leading lady of the poem is referred to as Mayol translated as dark skin girl giving clues about the skin tone of Sangam women the verse ends with the alliteratively exquisite yiviruvaradu igale meaning the tiff between these two let's investigate to see the reason for the fireworks The man and lady had been leading a married life when the man took to visiting courtesans. The lady is angered by these actions of the man and refuses to allow him into their home. The man seeks the help of the confidant to win back the affections of the lady. Seeing the lady firm in her fury towards the man, the confidant says, On a bitter god vine growing in the fields red ants swarm around a stalk that lives in the fields seeing the red ant nest on the vine sucks on it and makes the ants fall on the ground and spread looking like red paddy mixed with white rice the lord comes from such a town desiring the company of many he doesn't seek to come home even if he does the dark skinned lady does not give in trusting his goodness Anni was a great king but more glorious than him was Tidian the war between these two great rulers on the battlefield ended when the punnai tree fell perhaps the quarrel between the lady and the lord too would end only with my death with these words the confidant describes the impossibility of solving the quarrel between the man and the lady and wonders if the only solution is her demise Now to focus on the individual elements of this interwoven verse the confidant starts by describing the town the man comes from it's a place filled with fields where the nests of red ants on bitter gourd vines are strewn about by stalks and the ants fall on the ground looking as if red rice and white rice has been mixed together 
After that scenic description, she turns to focus on the man's character sketch. With a single phrase, she outlines how the man has fallen from the virtue of a one-man, one-woman Sangam policy and seems to desire the company of many, meaning that he has taken to visiting courtesans. The confidant adds that because of this, he never turns up at home. After throwing light on the man, she turns her attention to the lady and says, even if he makes up his mind to return to his home, the lady full of ire doesn't allow him. The confidant thus describes a scenario where the man and the lady seem to have their backs turned to each other perpetually. The confidant then narrates a historical event involving Sangam kings Anni and Tidian. Anni wanted to extinguish the fame of Tidian and as a lasting symbol of his victory, wanted to cut down the punnai or mastwood tree that Tidian considered as his guardian deity. Anni arrives to the battlefield and chops down the tree and soon after the war ends. This poem doesn't give us any more clues as to how the war ended, but other Sangam poems say Tidian, incensed by this action of Anni, defeated Anni and killed him in the battlefield. Here, the confidant's focus is only on how the fall of the Punai tree ended the enmity of two great kings. She wonders with dejection if the quarrel between the man and the lady would end only if she were to fall and die like the Punai. The confidant seems to take her role as the guardian of peace between the man and lady rather seriously. Reminds me of a Hollywood movie dialogue I heard some time back. It takes three to make our marriage work. Me, my husband and my therapist. On that note, let's part wishing that this Sangam therapist doesn't have to use such a dire mode of treatment to reinstate the happy married life of the man and lady. Thanks for listening to this episode of Sangam Lit and journeying with me to ancient lands and minds. Please rate and review Sangam Lit on your favorite podcast app and do visit nandinikarki.com to share your thoughts. Until next time, Nandri Vanakkam.